You're listening to The Sipping Point. This is Lori Forrester, the wine coach, and we've come to one of my favorite segments every week. I call it the Wine Sandwich of the Week. It's where you sandwich great food in between sips of amazing wine. And this week to help me do that is Amy Riley. She's the author of Fork Me, Spoon Me, and Romancing the Stove, and one of the founders of EatSomethingSexy.com. Amy is a master of gastronomy and a leading aphrodisiac authority. Who better right before Valentine's to join us? She is recognized as a leading authority on the link between food, wine, and you know what. Okay, welcome to the show, Amy. (laughs) Thank you for having me. Yes, I guess, you know, you probably feel a lot more freer to talk about all these things, so you'll have to help me along with that. (laughs) Uh, But I thought for Valentine's, everyone is trying to plan a very romantic, sexy celebration. We had two great, sexy Spanish wines in the beginning of the show, uh, a dry Muscat and a Monastrel, both delicious but I thought we need you for that perfect pairing to get our Valentine in the mood. What say you? Sounds good. <laughs> Absolutely. So what kind of uh, what kind of pairing are you looking for? Well, I thought, you know, that you're this leading aphrodisiac authority. So tell us if we are planning a meal for our Valentine, aphrodisiacs, where do we start? What, what are some good things to incorporate in our meal? Well, you know, it's amazing. If you look throughout history, so many natural foods have been considered aphrodisiac by one culture or another. And we're finding with modern science, we're getting an explanation as to why. And usually it's a food that has some sort of nutritional property that helps support libido or mood or energy. Um, For example, coffee. Coffee is, believe it or not, a fantastic aphrodisiac. I encourage people to finish a romantic meal, maybe with an espresso or perhaps an affogato. So you get your coffee and a little sweet at the same time. Um, Because coffee, first of all, it elevates mood. Uh, It's a lot easier to get in the mood when you're in a good mood, right? Mm -hmm. So coffee's terrific. And, And of course, coffee gives you that little surge of energy, um, which could come in handy once you finish the meal. Well, what about wine? Because we've been sipping our two Valentine's picks here. Would you consider wine an aphrodisiac? Of course wine is an aphrodisiac. (laughs) How could you even ask? Oh, I had to ask. Well, you're the leading authority. I mean, if I can't ask you, what do you, I mean, certainly wine has that. All those heart, those properties in wine that are beneficial to the heart Mm -hmm. are beneficial somewhere else. Um, And that actually was told to me by a doctor. So. So it has to be true. Oh, yes. So, no, absolutely, it is true. Um, All all the same properties that are benefiting your heart are benefiting your sexual reproductive system. Um, And in addition, don't forget, all those antioxidants are helping to keep you looking and feeling your best. Well, it's it's my strategy for anti-aging, red wine. So I'm with you. But another uh, food that we closely associate with Valentine's Day that also has all these great heart-healthy components is chocolate. And now you're going to share a recipe with us that I'm going to give a link out to at thewinecoach.com. Tell us a little bit about this, and it's perfect for this romantic holiday. Absolutely. Now, I'm going to start this out by saying... Chocolate on the, on the, you know, since we're talking about the nutritional side and all these benefits to your libido and things, chocolate isn't as great as we think it is. 
Mm. Um, it has this wonderful reputation, so it, it is a great aphrodisiac. However, all these things, all these stories about you know releasing dopamine, the happy hormone rush, all these great things that chocolate does for you—that it gives you um, that same a caffeine-like surge. Yeah, not so much. You'd have to eat. Uh, I think they, there was a British study that said the average woman would have to eat over 20 pounds of chocolate in one sitting <laughs> to achieve that, that all of those feelings. So, you know, yes, yes, serotonin, all of it, it's true, but it's minuscule. Yes. So, well, and if you ate 20 that, pounds of chocolate, you're going to feel not so good. I and... think you'd hit the diabetic coma before <laughs> you'd make it to pound 21. Right. So that being said, chocolate is... In studies, and we did one on uh, the website for which I'm the editorial director. It's called Eat Something Sexy, and we did a study, and we're not the only ones who have, but we found that people definitely do link chocolate with romance. In, mm. So in the mind, you know, for sure, people said that it was their number one choice as a romantic gift to give and to receive Um so for sure, people link chocolate with romance. So for that reason alone, it's a fantastic choice. Now, the recipe that I have shared with you, um, it's dark chocolate, which, of course, has some beneficial properties to it. We, again, we've got those antioxidants. We're keeping ourselves young and beautiful. It's, our inner, it's totally the anti-aging strategy. Mm-hmm. Um, also, they're rolled in cocoa. Cocoa, much higher in anti- beneficial antioxidants than a piece of chocolate. So... You know, totally have that plus on top of it. They are stuffed with dried fruits, which is going to make them even better for wine pairings. Mm, so we have hand-rolled mm-hmm. truffles that are stuffed with this dried fruit, and we're going to give mm-hmm. that recipe out, and people have plenty of time to get them made for Valentine's Day and pick out the right wine to pair it with. Absolutely. Love that. So you and I would add one pairing strategy. Great. If you are trying to, if you're having trouble finding the right wine, you can skip rolling them in cocoa. Yes, you don't get as many antioxidant benefits, but you're going to get that delicious flavor party in your mouth. So I think it makes up for it. And do you have a favorite wine that you like to have with these truffles? You know what? Um, when you skip the um, when you skip the cocoa, mm-hmm. they actually work quite well with a lot of Chardonnays. People oh, be really surprised to hear it. Yes. Yep. Lots of Chardonnay. And it has to, to be an oak Chardonnay. It's got to have that kind of that substance of oak. Ooh, Great. Very nicely. I love that. And you mentioned um, eatsomethingsexy.com. Tell us a little bit about if pe- people want to go there, what are they going to find on the website? Absolutely. Well, it's a fantastic resource, especially this time of year. You'll find information on all sorts of aphrodisiac ingredients from things you might already suspect, like an oyster or a chili pepper, all the way to things you may never have heard of, uh, a sea urchin, a sea cucumber, um, and some average things that you can actually put into the mix, like cheese or eggs. Love it. Well, uh, it also has some romantic travel ideas, wines, cocktail recipes, uh, romantic menus. We have a recipe of the week, a product of the week. Love it. A little bit of everything. Well, sounds great. Amy Riley from EatSomethingSexy.com. Thank you for our truffle recipe and all of the advice about creating a romantic meal that's perfect for Valentine's. Uh, Thank you for being on the show. Thanks for having me. You know, I actually spent some time in Baltimore in college, so it's nice. Oh, I love it. Nice to touch base. Yeah. Well, we're uh, everybody's still celebrating our big Super Bowl win. (laughs) So uh, hopefully uh, you have fond memories and we'll um, love to have you back on the show sometime soon. Thanks so much. Cheers.
Discover the recipe for a delicious life each week on The Sipping Point with Lori Forster, the wine coach, each week, Saturdays at noon on WBAL 1090 AM or at WBAL.com.